0: Welcome back to another episode of Push Through, and if you're watching here on YouTube, you'll see JJ and I are sitting in the same room, and you'll also see that we don't sit in the same room very often, because look at this cable management on this table. Oh, a mess. This is disgusting, <laughs> but we finally got all the audio to work, and we also see JJ is wearing some sort of blanket. I'm a little chilled, dude. He lives in Arizona for a week. Well, uh, we'll talk or about it. that. But I want to start this episode uh, quoting the original Top Gun. Now, for all of you millennials out there, JJ included, you might not get the reference. I know you're into uh, the new Top Gun, Maverick. Right? I haven't seen it. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Okay, good. But you've seen the first one. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start this episode with, JJ, you had a hell of a first day. I don't follow. You know when he shows up there and he, gentlemen, you had a hell of a first day. After he does the flyby.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm Th- with you. That now. should just... Well, got it.
0: Anyway. Yeah. You got to New York today.
1: Yeah. It has been a hell of a first day.
0: We've had a hell of a first day.
1: It's... uh. So you may see a cover on me right now. I'm a little chilled. I did my... I popped a cherry today, Brad.
0: You had a first. And I... I'm always a big fan of firsts. Mm-hmm. And I love being there for people's first. Now, not like first arrest. That's not, I don't want to be like okay yeah, that. Yeah, that that's not good. Actually, that'd be cool. But but certain <laughs> things, especially when there are things that I do in my life that A, people think I'm crazy for, or just think the the group of people mm-hmm. are crazy. And two, when I really believe that it'll help somebody. So what'd you do today? First, well, you got here. You got yeah. here about 9.30 this morning?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: All right, so we'll, we'll do a play-by-play of today, and there's okay. there's actually, for the listeners out there, there's there's going to be some tokens. There's going to be some yeah. good things.
1: So we get here, and Brad and I are just kind of sitting out back, chilling, and I look over, and I see his new contraption on the deck that wasn't there last time I was here, and I'm like, oh, that's the uh, the old cold plunge bath, or whatever you want to call it. Nice bath, yeah. So I... Uh, I think you started talking about it or something and then we opened it and I felt it and I was like holy shit dude it's no joke that was just fingertips and I think we sat back down started talking or whatever and then you're like so you gonna get in and I was like oh I was like, no. you got shorts on and I was already chilled too because I was like you know kind of cold I mean it's not cold here it feels great but
0: it was 65 today. yeah for I, reference it was 65
1: yeah and I had shorts and a t-shirt coming from 80 Six eighty-seven degree weather. So it was a slight chill, but I was like, I thought about, it, I was like, you know what? Screw it. So Yeah, just, I'm going to get in and try it. So I literally just showed up to New York. And I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm going to jump in this ice bath, open it up. And I, I touched it again. I think he's like, don't touch it. Just
0: get in. Yeah. You're trying to do like the twinkle toes, yeah. And I'm like, just get in dude.
1: So I stepped in and I even just stepping my feet into the water, I instantly thought to myself, Oh shit. I got nervous. I got nervous to like jump, just like jump in. I got to cut you off quick. Okay, go ahead.
0: So as somebody that cold plunges, like I'm in that community. Yeah. So like, I know all the science and all the bullshit that you hear. Nerd. What, like, what was your, not expectation, but what did you know or hear about cold plunging? Besides what you've heard from me, like before you got in, like what were your expectations?
1: Honestly, like, the only thing i really ever seen about it is TikTok videos. Okay. Just, like, dudes, like, smashing the ice up in the snow, and then, like, they throw the 15, 20-pound weight, and it breaks. That's really, like, the main... I've seen, like, a few of those pop up, and then, like, it's always, like, super motivational. But I always always thought to myself, I'm like, okay, like, cold water, you know, like, is it really going to help that much? Um... So, I, I, that's, I mean, to the extent, I don't know any science behind it. I don't okay. know anything about it. Like, I know it, like, I know I could see, like, there could potentially be benefits because you're shocking your body. But when it comes to the actual science behind it, no idea. All right. No idea.
0: So, you're just like, let's send it.
1: Basically, yeah. I think I said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, now continue, yeah.
1: So, I get in, feed in first, and I get this, like, nervous, nervous feeling, and... I'm like, oh shit! I'm about to do this because, like, I've jumped in cold water before. I've jumped in, you know, swimming pools in the winter or whatever. So I knew it was going to be a big shock, but I don't think I was anticipating it to be that much because usually when you do like a like a jump in a polar plunge or you jump into a pool, you get in, you get out. Mm-hmm. I had to submerge myself, and then quickly my mind was telling me to get out.
0: And it was it was 39 degrees for anybody that's curious.
1: I, I mean, my body instantly went to this. The like, what is it? Uh, Fight or flight. Fight or flight. And my mind was literally going, just get out, dude. Like, this is this is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was. I was in complete shock. My body was, like, lost my breath. <sighs> I couldn't get my breath back. And that, it, almost, it was almost like a reflex. Like, just stand up. But then I was like, no, you got to stay in here. The first 30 seconds was a complete whirlwind of emotions and, like, also mainly me trying to fight myself to just calm down because i was like my body was shaking and i couldn't control it so that was like freaking me out i was like god why can't i just stop shaking and just so i like would try to close my eyes and i'd wake right back up and i had to like put my tongue between my teeth because i felt like i was grinding my teeth too hard i'm like shit so then um dude it was literally like right after 30 seconds i go oh wow like body still shaking but i felt this almost like feeling come over me that i was like i could feel the coldness still right i could feel like the when i would move my arms or hands or something like you said you can feel like the, the wave of the water on your skin mm mm-hmm. the coldness but there was almost like a sense of uh a sense of relaxation almost like it was almost so cold that i was almost like there was nothing else going on in the world except me and that that cold
0: plunge and I didn't hype you up. I didn't tell you the sciences and I didn't tell you, Oh, you're going to feel this. And then you're, I just said, you're going to feel good.
1: Yeah. It was, it was weird, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess I wasn't expecting it to, I was really just, I was expecting to get in this cold plunge, be cold as shit for three minutes, get out and be like, that was stupid. So dumb. So I'll fast forward real quick. We can talk about the workout and stuff in a second i guess i enjoyed it so much because i did it a second time today <laughs> you know i was like i gotta do that again which again it was after a workout my body was kind of tired i wasn't hot though like i was even like i was like chilled when we got back but i'm like man just i don't know i was like craving that feeling again i guess same thing i looked at the pool i was like dude i'm fucking nervous again and i'm like i don't want to i i want to get in there but i don't it was so weird I step in, same feeling. I'm like, holy shit, I'm about to do this. I drop <laughs> down, next 30 seconds, same thing, cold as shit. Your body's like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Just step out. But then you just got to fight it. You just got to tell yourself, like, no, just, just enjoy the pain right now. Right. And then as soon as you get, th- I'm telling you, it's like 30 seconds of hell.
0: 15, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was a little longer for me, but 30 seconds of hell, and then you just get this, like, boom, instant clarity. You, by yourself, fighting this coldness. And dude, it was, it was
0: nice.
1: It yeah. was, it was it's, something else, man.
0: It has become part of my daily routine, number one, but I've been going since November. So it was, I just bought like a horse trough off a of tractor supply, a hundred gallons. And the winter was my chiller and it got cold. Like I had frozen, like just like you see in TikTok, And there was just something about, uh, that, that do hard things, as Andy Glaze mm-hmm. says. And, like overcoming that nervousness of standing there and that's just the, the mental, because I think we, you hear so much science about the cold plunge and things like that, but I don't, <laughs> well, I do <laughs> Never, Ever I've read all the books, <laughs> but what people fail to look over is the psychological benefits and it sounds super cliche, but yeah, if, if you, I can promise you this, if you, can get out of bed, because I do it first thing in the morning. If you can get out of bed at five, six, seven, whenever you get out of bed, and you can roll out of bed and you can put yourself oh, in be tough, dude. 39 to 45, even 50 degree water for three to five minutes, I can almost promise you that's the hardest thing you're going to do that whole day.
1: That would be very hard.
0: And I really think about that, that like that's going to be like, when I have like a long run or something like that, I'll be like, the long run is not going to be harder than what I just did. Right. And the science is great. But I mean, I, I definitely grew a tolerance to the cold over winter. I was definitely more comfortable in the cold. Hmm. Now that the spring is out and like pools are going to start opening, I'll definitely be more comfortable there. It uh, definitely helped with uh, my fat loss. But for me, it was kind of like the dopamine fix that I needed, like that I was missing when I went sober. The, mm, and yeah, like that, true. that rush of dopamine, which is our pleasure-seeking, you know, hormone. And it's freaking yeah, that
1: was that's good. A good point.
0: So yeah, you did it.
1: I did, man. It was.
0: You do it again tomorrow.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, for sure.
0: I said you'll do it every day that yeah, year. Yeah,
1: I can definitely. Yeah. And I think
0: th- that started a, a chain of events of like us looking, or that was the first time in the day where we looked at oh, each other, like the first one. Or we just looked at each other like, well, this is a, a different kind of day than all the other times you've been here to visit. And uh, I mean, generally, you, you get off the plane and we head right to a bar. We didn't yeah. even go to my house. We head right to a bar, right to Dubco, right to the mm-hmm. brewery. And three, the, four beers deep. The kids are at school. And yeah, we, we end up somewhere and we always have to get picked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, I said, my wife working. We usually we catch a pretty nice day buzz. For sure. And this time we were. You know, just talking about life, which mm-hmm. is often, like, sometimes we rush to the bar to catch a buzz, to just make conversations easier. Right. So, we actually, like, got to discuss things. Yeah. And then plan a workout and plan fitness for the day. And not even worry about, like, how, how many times do you come and be like, all right, we're not going to get too fucked up
1: tonight. Every time.
0: You know, like, we're like, oh, we got to work. We... I don't want to wake up with a hangover. I don't want to do this. Oh, you damn. know, that's all we talk about. And now we're like, oh my God, I hope my legs don't hurt <laughs> so bad tomorrow after what we did. <laughs> you know, and it's just, um, and that's not like standing on a soapbox. That's just saying like that, I guess.
1: Oh, it's a, dude, no, it's a com- complete difference in how the day's gone by, the productivity we've had just in like working out and getting stuff done i mean it's and i know both of us both of us will wake up tomorrow first we're gonna sleep good oh great we're gonna sleep good and then second we're gonna wake up and actually feel like ready to go tara pro- says she's gonna go get coffee so i know when i wake up i'm gonna be stoked to get a co- coffee in me and i'll be up chirpy ready to- dude it's just i told you i was like and also I haven't, like, officially, like, stopped drinking. Like, right, I'll, right. I'll have a drink or whatever whenever I feel like it. But um, with me stopping for that month of April, I mean, in the past three weeks, I've only drank twice, I think.
0: But I think it also shows your support of my sobriety.
1: Oh, well, for sure. And But even on just me taking a break and how people, like, may take a break, but then they go right back to where they were. I took a break, dude, because I well, – I, I've lowered the amount of alcohol I take in on a weekly basis because I've literally seen how much better I get, like how much better I am as a father, how much better I am as a husband, as working, getting stuff done, productivity, working out is the biggest change. I think with not drinking as much alcohol, like, I mean, I work out almost every day now. Would never do that before.
0: For me, it's those. If you're, if you think you're struggling with alcohol or something like that, you feel like. I, gotta, I hang if, on. I got
1: to interrupt you real quick. So I think that the alcohol thing helped, right. but I will. I'm gonna brag on you for a second. You, you, I mean, if you guys can't tell by your video, like you've lost so much weight, your face is skinnier. <laughs> I mean, I walked into your truck. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So like, but I've noticed that change uh, along the way, like you've been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and well, since the beginning of 23, right? Or kind of uh, sober. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Christmas. I joined. And
1: then working out, you were doing before that.
0: By like, oh, the mile streak. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I really started and I got my mileage, my weekly mileage up to over 25, 30 starting in like, like, yeah, November.
1: Okay. So yeah. so I been... re-
0: And the thing that was holding me back from going from 30 up to 50 was the hangover saturday morning right. that was taking out an hour or two that i could be running
1: good point so i've seen you i've seen this like process you know mm-hmm. for the past six seven months and <clears throat> dude i was watching you and it was one of those things where like you see your friend doing something and you're like fuck like oh i need to be doing that oh damn like it's almost not like jealousy but it's like you a fear of missing out maybe uh-huh. And I see you getting better, and I was just like, "Damn, I gotta take advantage of that. I gotta do that too." And so, yeah, dude. You know, I mean, I I know for sure I would not be doing what I'm doing right now if it wasn't for you, and like how you've really grinded and changed a lot over the past six months.
0: And that's and that's that was the point that I was gonna try and make <coughs> about like how a friendship, right? You should build each other up, mm-hmm, right? For you sure. each hold value, and I mean, the podcast we we used to get like feedback. About, you know, the poor, we used to get more questions actually. Right. We used to, the feedback and the DMs we'd get would be like, what do I do about this? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, what do I do about this? Which was great. You know, that's what we were there for, to educate. But now we're getting things like, hey, I, I started to run or I joined Strava. It's awesome. It's so And cool. it's just like a nice little evolution of like what we're trying to do with the new with mm-hmm. the new branding. But, you know, as somebody that, if you are, struggling or you want to stop there's always like um that feeling of what could i do the things that i'm doing sober you know or would somebody still be friends with me if i was sober and i didn't need to worry about you coming and us not drinking where every single time you've come to new york probably five or six times now Mm -hmm. we have drank 80 percent of the literal minutes that you've been here absolutely um, whether it was out at dinner and cocktails and, you know, so it was, it was, it was a major transition. Like we had to fill 80% of our time, um, with sober activity yeah. and I didn't feel the pressure to do that. And that's, that's like,
1: Oh, well I told you whenever we were flying in or when we were driving in from, you picked me up at the airport, I said, I go, dude, it's weird. Like usually I'm like craving a drink. Can't wait to get a beer can't wait to get a cocktail and just send it but then now that i've had alcohol on my system for so long i don't crave it nearly as much right like yeah when i told you about the mexican thing who we went to mexican and there was a like a happy hour going on and it was like a two dollar draft or like six dollar pitcher or whatever seven dollar pitcher i told him i was like dude old regular jj would have easily had that picture on deleted, the table. Deleted, that absolutely picture. deleted that picture, and Lindsay would have had to drive us home. Right, and so this is what got me. Like it was one of those times where it was like I wanted a beer, but I was like, do I really need a beer? Because I knew the next day I had to wake up early, and I was fl- flying here, and we were going to do a workout, and I wanted to be on my one hundred percent game. Right, so I'm like, oh, I go, nah, that's fine. I don't need it, and I wanted to save the money too. You know, it's nice saving money with alcohol. Well, yep. then Mason looks up at me. He goes, dad,
0: you can't drink beer. You've been running. And you fucked.
1: I was like, done. Not getting <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Kids, <laughs> not
0: getting the beer. Kids get involved and yep. it's like, son of a bitch. And this is not a you should go sober podcast. No, not at all. Because like I said, I'm still drinking. I'm, ta- I'm taking you to a place tomorrow. And if you don't get a fancy glass of wine with my wife, I'm going to be offended. You know, like <laughs> we're going to a place tomorrow that there's a Cicerone that comes to the table. And like, if you don't know what Cicerone is, they are beer nerd, uh, wine nerds. Jeez. And then we get our own sushi chef that comes to the table. And then you get your meat chef that comes to the table and wow. it's going to be a fancy dinner and I'm going to have to pay the bill. I'll let you tip though. Cause you don't like how I tip, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm an over tipper, but, um, yeah, no. So the, and it's, it's nice to be operating or at least know that you're operating yeah. on a hundred percent. And that's, I guess that's the point I want to make. Like if you feel like there's reasons why you're not act that, you're not at a hundred percent and alcohol is one of those. And you're not sure if eliminating it even for a month in your case, uh, will change it. It'll,
1: it'll change. Oh dude, a hundred percent change. Like I said, the less alcohol I drank, the, the less I craved it.
0: You want to talk about the markets before we get to our workout for the day? Give a little suspense, because I want to. I just want to say something.
1: As far as what? Fucking Google. Oh yeah. Google. I mean, I'm I'm not minding it because I was slowly building up 100 shares. I'm at 72, but I wish I just would have bought all of them sooner. But yeah, dude, it's every day. It's like new 52 week high, new 52 week high.
0: (laughs) So. For those of you that watch me on YouTube, you know the debacle that I've been having, but essentially when they announced a split last last June, maybe a year mm-hmm. ago, all the stocks that had announced splits, tech stocks before that, have all shot up in price as they approached their split. Mm-hmm. So me, you know, Mr. I know the markets, I'm a professional investor, and past history is going to definitely dictate what's going to happen now. Yeah. As soon as they announced it, I bought five shares because they announced a 20 to one split. Mm-hmm. So I was like with five shares and it was, I think, uh, $15,000, something like that with five shares, I can get the 20 to one, which will get me to a hundred shares. And then I could write the wheel. Mm-hmm. Well, from that day, we all know how 2022 went. Google just got eviscerated and it went from uh, what would have been a split price of one hundred and thirty dollars a share after the split, down to like I think it got into the eighties, mm-hmm. the mid eighties, and that's that's a big kick in the pants. And it, and then it's so when it split, you're like, all right, still go up. It didn't. So I started writing calls mm-hmm. well below my basis, like an asshole. And uh, I was like writing calls at ninety two well below my bases and rolling them here and there, rolling them out, rolling them out. And then over the last two weeks,
1: shot up. Well, they announced their AI. It, platform. It, yeah,
0: it went, I think there was like a week where it went from like maybe 98 up to one ten. Mm-hmm. It might've been earnings play. And then it came right back down and I was like, okay, like I can handle that. And then this time it's gone up and I'm like, all right, when it comes down and it got to the point where I'd been rolling. Since I'm surprised they haven't got a sign yet. I keep it very close to, I keep it very, very close to expiration, okay. which really, really keeps some of the Greeks in my favor, but they also have a, a lot of volatility, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So the intrinsic value has been really good. It's in the money, but the extrinsic value hasn't really made it worth it for the buyer to exercise. And essentially, when a buyer exercises early, they burn all their extrinsic value. So very, unless you're going to get, somebody's trying to capture a dividend, you're very rarely going to, unless it's crazy, like unless it's very out of money mm-hmm. and it was getting there. So I just rolled at a loss to get it a little closer. I think I went from 110 up to 113 and then it just, yeah, I called you yesterday. I'm like, Google just hit a 52 week high and then we're in the car and you're, you get an alert on your watch. like doo, 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 doo. And I'm like, oh, that's a cute little ringtone. And you're like. Oh, it's not cute for you because Google just <laughs> Google just hit another fifty two week guy. But I still own hundred shares. So I'm doing very well capital gains wise. But
1: well on premium, I'm sure you're
0: premium's are doing good, but like the crazier thing is I think it traded for one twenty two today. I'm still not back to my one thirty original basis. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. So I'm still down a thousand dollars on Jeez. that position. But I, I don't I can't say I've made a thousand dollars in premiums. Okay. But I'm so I'm still down on the position, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's it's Google, right? Yeah. I'm gonna that's really that's I just wanted to say fucking Google. Yeah. Everything else is, I mean, the markets have been green. Yeah, they have. I Since I stopped day trading, I'm very like out of touch of the markets. It's crazy how much I knew every uh, like economic event. I knew every earnings of every business. Like I just, there was so much more I knew. And maybe that's why I like day trading because I knew so much more and I was really in touch with the markets. And, it's cr- and I would have conversations with you about mm-hmm. like, oh, a CPI data coming out tonight. But I knew, like, oh, cool, dude. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. And you said something like, it's crazy that how disconnected you become when you're just a simple index fund investor or, a sim- in your case, a simple dividend investor. And that's where I'm at since I stopped. I can't see. I've been even, paying
1: attention more to it.
0: I can't believe how much energy it really took oh, I'm sure. to day trade. I'm sure. And like, that's, that's why c- I just wouldn't That's why I that. stopped because I not because I don't think people can make money doing it because I know people making a lot of money doing it. It's because I didn't have the energy to do it.
1: Yeah, that something I just wouldn't want to get into, not day trading. I got love my long long-term investing, buy and hold and also sell some options for income.
0: It's like my go-to. I got Lagunitas, IPNA if you are, oh, that's cool. if You're an IPA drinker. Like, of course, Athletic Brewing's great. Love their beers, fake beers. Well, I don't even know what you call them, <clears throat> but um, they're still not an IPA to me. Mm. They're very commercial. These are really, really good. And somebody asked me, just fun fact, because m- somebody asked me recently, like, how are they making these NA's? Is it distilled? Like, what the hell? How do they get the I flavor? I think
1: Lindsay asked. She's like, how do you know there's for sure zero alcohol in there? It's probably still recording. It yeah, is.
0: Well, essentially what they do. Sorry,
1: technical difficulties.
0: <laughs> what was that? This guy's buzzing.
1: Sorry. <laughs> whole bunch of shit going on right <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> We're professionals. Yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Suddenly, they make the beer and then they put it in this awesome centrifuge, very expensive centrifuge, and alcohol is less dense than water. So, in the centrifuge, they separate it that way. Mm. But now the beauty is, and this is the, why a lot of breweries are going down this route, is because so you make their stock beer, so they make Lagonia's IPA.
1: So, what's the alcohol come out as? Seltzer. Oh.
0: That's what the benefit for them is they make one enormous batch of IPA, then they pull off a third of it to make the NA, and then they use the separated alcohol which is the base of seltzers. Mm. Then they carbonate that, flavor it. So they get wow, three perfect. they get three different skews for making one, one batch. beer. Wow. The problem is it it's only economical at scale, which is why you're seeing the big breweries doing, why the local guys probably won't like we looked into it at dubco, I think for our scale, it was going to cost us just for the machine like almost 200k.
1: Oh, damn. Wow, yeah, that's a
0: It's easier just to buy a couple kegs of athletic brewing and put it on the tap room for For the non-drinkers. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, that's intense. Well, do we talk about our workout that we freaking did?
0: First talk about, because we talked about this on the podcast, that we were going to do this. I think that's how we ended the podcast, that we were going to pick awful workouts.
1: Right. So we came up part of our, I think it was after the cold plunge. Yeah. We're like, all right, let's figure out these workouts we're going to do. So quick Backstory. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, we talked about us coming up here and that we were going to make a list of like 10 to 15 crazy hard workouts that we were going to do. We we're going to put them in a hat, pick them out, and then that's the one we had to do. No you know, no excuses, nothing. We're doing it. Well, so we're sitting at the table. We're filling stuff out. We're like, all right, yeah, this would be a good one. And we're looking stuff up. Oh, this would be a good one. Thought of a couple fun ones slash crazy. And then there was one out there – there's really two out there for me.
0: There's three out there that I'm terrified. Like I said, when we were making these workouts, we yeah. said, hey, one of us – There's three. One of us needs to say, oh,
1: fuck. Yeah.
0: And some of those we agreed and some of them we didn't. And like right. I picked workouts that I've wanted to do but like would never really do alone. Like mm-hmm. I needed an accountability yeah. partner for. It. And
1: today was one of them.
0: Well – I'm gonna make a reel. I think you're gonna make a reel of it too. Um, You can check out Brad Finn runs for like the details of the actual video from today. But yeah, we had like 13 things. We have the hat because we're gonna essentially we're gonna do an awful workout every single day that JJ's here (laughs) on top of our normal 100K training program. So (laughs) we had like yeah 13 things in there, and as I'm doing the intro for this reel. I was saying something like, hey, we're going to pick an awful workout every single day. And today's Friday and we're about to pick our awful workout of the day. And JJ said, and to be honest, there's one in there that I do not want to pick. Yes. And I knew which one it was.
1: Hang on, because the other two that are scary now, I wasn't scared of to start off with. It's the fact that I may have to do that tomorrow. After today. Yes.
0: Yeah. And like we both knew that there was one in there that would, pro- yeah, beat our bodies up. Yes, rest. like I'm feeling pumpy right now. I'm, f- it's been a couple hours, and you, you just know, especially like I don't really train my upper body at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe, we- but it was a full body domination.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. It
0: took you an hour. Yes. It took me an hour and sixteen, hour and Some seventeen minutes. So <laughs> here's what we did today is the hardest mile and I got it from an Instagrammer and I don't know if he got it from somewhere else, but I'll give credit to Eric Hinman. I don't know if he coined the phrase, if he made the workout up or if he heard it from somebody. So don't get in the comments. Be like, Eric this is where I heard it from and it's called the hardest mile. And all you need is a track or a quarter mile distance to complete this workout. And I, I, I I think you should try it. I'm never going to do it again. J- I may do. it was like, oh, I really want to break an hour. So when I do it again, I'm never doing it again. That was a one and done for me. Yeah. So the hardest mile, it's only a mile. Okay. So the first, a mile is four laps on the track. Right. So the first lap, burpee, broad jump. If you know what a burpee is, it's pretty much chest to deck.
1: Jump down, jump back up. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. And like I said, when you get tired, lay down as fast as possible, get your chest on the ground, mm-hmm. stand up as fast as possible, and then take a two footed broad jump. And at first you're like, oh, how hard can that be? But then you, when you start to, this is where we fucked ourselves over a little bit because we started to do the math. yeah. And we're like, if you can broad jump a meter, three feet, mm-hmm. well, a lap around the track is 400 meters. So we're like on the kind of the average side, you're going to be doing 400 of each movement.
1: Or 200 if you're, you can jump two.
0: If you can jump two <laughs> meters. Yeah. And then we were like, can you fall down into the push-up position? And like we, we made a couple of rules. Yeah. So that the first lab is burpee broad jump. As soon as you finish that, it's walking lunges, which is essentially like a meter and a half. So you have four hundred lunges, and then you have a bear crawl
1: <laughs> around the whole track. A bear, a bear crawl. And if you stopped, you had to stand up and you couldn't move. Yeah.
0: And like at this point. From the burpees and stuff, the track it's rubbery, but it's not like soft. No, my hand and then the lunges tore my knees yep. up, and then yeah, and then bear crawl, and then the last lap, which is the it was the most glorious thing ever, oh, was, was just run, yeah, get it done. It's and
1: the best quarter mile I've ever ran.
0: What was did was anything like any of the movements easier or way harder than when you first? Because we knew it was gonna suck.
1: Oh, for sure. Um So I start out the gate with the. um the burpees to the, to the broad jump. And at first I started out and I was like, Ooh, like I was going pretty quick. And I know from past experience, like you get excited at the very beginning, but if you come too fast out the gate, you're going to ruin yourself. So we both backed off. Right. We both were like, Oh, okay. Like, cause we were both like, you know, pacing each other and,
0: and Eric went 35 minutes for reference. Oh my gosh.
1: So and he's older
0: than me. He's 42.
1: Jeez. That's that's crazy. Yeah,
0: he just qualified for the semifinals of the CrossFit Games. Like, wow. yeah, he's fit.
1: So you, um, uh, I think we got like maybe a hundred, not even a hundred. We were maybe fifty meters in, and I look back and I'm looking where we're at. I was like,
0: holy shit, this is gonna take forever. Like we yeah, it felt like you you weren't even moving, and and the football field, you're watching the yards not move. Yes, like you're like, oh, I just did like. Oh, I just did so many, and you went from the 30 yard line to the 33 yard line. You're like, "Oh my god!" I know. So
1: that took four. I took that took a lot longer than I expected.
0: I think my first lap took me uh, almost 27 minutes, almost a half hour.
1: Yeah, it was long. And Very you, long.
0: You were probably five minutes ahead. Yeah. Of me. Yeah.
1: So we pa- I get to the next next lap, and I'm like, "Okay, let's knock out these lunges." So real quick, I thought for a second, I'm like. Maybe I can just take them in strides, like no breaks, no stopping in the middle, just strides. I started off, I think I did maybe five or 10, and I realized I wasn't going anywhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go around this whole track again. Same speed it felt like. I felt like like it was the same speed. Just taking forever. I got to the 50 meter mark. I looked back. I was like, holy shit, I got this whole thing to do over again. And then about halfway, my legs started getting a little like rubbery.
0: 'Cause I was like the burpees was they're mentally a mindfuck. Yeah. And they're more cardio, but like the broad jumps, your toes like I'm jamming in. Yes. But the lunges, not a lot of cardio, but just when your legs go and when your quads go, it's like, oh my when you feel them start to tighten up. So
1: I didn't use my hands either.
0: Oh, I used the shit out of my hands.
1: See, I was trying to really like, you know, like throw my arms through. There's a couple of times I grabbed my hands. If there was
0: referees there, I would have taken some penalties. I'm, I'm gonna There be, was
1: a couple of times I saw you walk. I was gonna, like, "Dude, come!" I'm on. gonna be.
0: I'm gonna be fully honest. <laughs> I wasn't going for walks, but I might have like tripped into another step or two. Yeah. It was always. I always stubbed my toe and tripped. Yeah, That's yeah. really what it was. That's
1: what they call it. Yeah, I was just. I was
0: like, "Oh!" Ah! <laughs> and I got, I'm coming back from an ankle injury, and I got stability issues. You got know? it. Got yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, lunges took forever.
0: Same I love the lunges, but like I did, I use my hands, and I have strong legs.
1: Yeah. So, got around. Lunges were done. I'm like, thank. God, that's done. So I have some, I have stronger upper body strength. So the bear crawls didn't scare me. Like I, I can, like, I knew it was going to be like that was going to be a movement for me to really catch up on some time. But then I started it and I go, oh shit. I look up, same thing. I'm like, oh
0: my God, it's going to take forever. Like I'm like, I have no upper body strength because of my shoulder injury. And like this was one of those where when you walk slow, you don't really see your feet not moving. Right. But when you're bear crawling <laughs> yeah, and just, you're staring at your hands and you're just watching your hands go like a half a hand further <laughs> and you're like uh, like just picture this. Picture getting to the end zone, right? And then even just being on all fours, but you had to move to the other end zone one half of a hand at yeah. a time. And then when you got there you had to come back. Oh it was and
1: go around twice. Uh it
0: was brutal. I hated I hated the bear crawl. So
1: I didn't. I'll be honest with you. There was some times where I was like, "Holy shit, this sucks." But I kind of broke it up to where I would look at something on the track, and I'd be like, "Okay, make it to that spot. You get a quick se- ten second break." So <laughs> then I'd look at the number and I'd look down. I'm like, "All right," because like you said, you're looking right down. Like you're not looking around or anything. You don't know what's coming up. So I would just keep walking. I'm like, "All right, don't stop until you see it." Boom! I'd see the number pop up in front of me. I could stand up, take like five, ten, fifteen second break. Kept doing that all the way around. I got around pretty quick. And then I was like, I think I had like 50 meters left. I looked at my watch and it was at like uh, 57 minutes or 5730. And I was like, I go, because I wasn't looking at my time really at all. Right now. And I was like, shit. I was like, I don't think I'm going to make a, I don't think I'm going to make it under 60 minutes. Because I looked at how far I had to go. I had to go down the whole stretch. I was like, there's no way I'm getting down there in, you know, less than a minute to give me two minutes to run my 400. No way. So I get down there, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be so close. So I, cra- I crossed the bear crawls. I think I had 60 seconds left. <laughs> I had 60 seconds to run a 400, and I'm like,
0: nope. No That's way. A, I- it's a four-minute mile, bud.
1: Yeah, dude. So it was literally my legs were already wore out, too, from all that. So I was just, like, trying to push a little harder pace, but I was still, like, just trying to survive. And then I crossed. I think it was, like, yeah, a minute and one or minute and 30 or something like that that I finished at and uh it was it was brutal it was more there were some times where i was like like i felt good i, I did like i felt fine but it was more of like a, a the mental part of it
0: i would just do it, i would do it again if there was like 25 or 30 of us out there yeah and it was like just like people because like there were times where like you were 100 meters ahead of me and you'd yell back like let's go let's go and you're like shut the fuck i was like shut up man <laughs> And that, that's the other thing, too. Like, it was playoff baseball in West up today. So, like, there was, like, bros out in the bleachers, oh, yeah. like, looking at us. There's people always playing soccer or lacrosse okay. on the fields here. Like, so, like, what are like, these guys like, doing? What the fuck are these guys doing? Like, these <laughs> this old dudes, like, just uh, yeah. old balls, like, just, <laughs> just going around the track. But, like, if, if I – because for me, it was it's lonely. Yeah. It's lonely watching your hand move yeah. a little bit. And it would be kind of cool, like, if you find someone to pace with. That and, would be cool. Like, the first five meters that we were together was the best part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough one, dude.
0: And we hit the ice bath.
1: And then, yeah. Then we came home and did that. And then I'm still... Uh, my chill's gone now, but...
0: Oh, yeah, because the ice bath. Yeah. And, yeah. Because that's one thing you didn't realize. You're cold for a good yeah, hour after you get out. Yeah, I didn't think that And happen. you took a hot shower.
1: Uh, and that was one of the best hot showers I've ever had. Right. Well, tell them real quick about the science behind, like don't spend too long, but tell them I didn't know that because it was was a good-
0: Essentially when you get in, right?
1: This is the reasoning why I had that chill longer after.
0: Right. Because people start to freak out and they're like, I'm dying. Like I'm hypothermic. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. So what happens when you get in, all your muscles on the, uh, all your blood vessels on the outside, near the skin and your hands and extremities, your body goes into fight or flight. So those constrict to keep all the blood at your core. Right. Which
1: I can tell that once you told me that, I was uh, like, dude, my hands were, I felt, yeah, they were so tingling. I like couldn't, they felt the coldest part of my body was my hands. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, I mean, they're also like not a lot of fat and right. skin there, but so then your core actually stays nice and warm and your extremities, which are on the outside and your skin, super cold. You get out, your skin is red, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, then what happens is you stand in the sun or you put a towel on, you start to dry off and- you have this you feel cold because that's what you're touching, your skin, that's what's touching the air, but your core is actually really, really warm, and it's that's part of the benefits. like it really does good for the insides. But then what happens as you start your skin starts to warm up, those capillaries begin to now open, and all that warm blood that was in your core now goes out to your skin that's opening up, but still cold. Mm-hmm. like it's still pretty cold. and all that blood gets chilled and then pumped back to your core. and your warm core is like, Where the hell is all this this cold blood coming from? And then your body just drops. Mm -hmm. Your core temperature drops a little bit, which is why it's great for like before sleep. Like I get the dopamine rush. Oh, that's true. But I can also use that dopamine as a feeling of low anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like when I get to bed, if I stay up and toss and turn, it's because my mind's racing. So I'll jump in the ice bath, raise that energy level, but lower my stress through dopamine. And then your best time to sleep is when your core temperature is dropping which is why you go into REM sleep like two hours after because that's when your core drops so like it helps you just like ah, go
1: to sleep yeah and then I while well, I was standing in the kitchen and I felt that I felt the tr- chill and I looked down I was like I go look at this I had freaking goosebumps just pop up mm-hmm. it was weird so weird
0: yeah in the winter like an hour later I would still be in a winter hat and the the fastest way is actually not your head it's your hands and the bottom of your feet mm. So like I have a pair of slippers like uh like winter wool slippers and when I'm cold that does the trick for me. I throw them in there and it just the bottoms of my feet just warm them up. But
1: I got to I didn't give enough credit to that warm shower. <laughs> Bro, that warm shower felt so good after that.
0: Yeah, plunge. I mean I uh I tend to take colder showers too, so. Gosh,
1: I don't know. I love my hot showers.
0: There's a time and a place. Uh, but it, you will feel like every day. You
1: <laughs> like every time you fucking shower, yeah. <laughs>
0: you will feel. Um, now, like for bodybuilding and stuff, they say it's better going before because it will, because mm-hmm. it will constrict those muscles and stop. Uh, what's it hypertrophy when mm-hmm. you grow your muscles? Yeah. So it will stop that. So you don't really want to do it after lifting mm-hmm. per se. But mm-hmm. I admit, dude, man, for anti-inflammatory, it definitely slow down how much i mean like you sprain an ankle what do you, do? you put ice on it. right like, you do that to your whole body I'm you know? telling
1: me dude like i'm a believer i mean if it may be something i would want to buy down the road after like runs and stuff come back and just hop in that dude just, Wait like, that, that would be one thing that i look forward to like you know when you like wake up or like you're getting out of bed but like the one thing you think about is like okay making it out of this bed what's going what motivates you is that coffee like you get excited to go get that coffee, dude. We're gonna
0: jump in. We're Sim. gonna jump in first thing tomorrow morning, and then we're gonna have a coffee. Oh. But I have a hot coffee, which is nice for it. You ask I'm for right. ice. Yeah, I'm an iced coffee. You might have to change your order to hot no. coffee.
1: I like. I'll drink ice still. I just. I don't even drink hot coffee anymore. All I drink is ice. guy's so
0: Florida. <laughs> 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 I've been drinking. Ice Comes up here. Forever. He's freezing when it's oh, 65 my God. degrees. Hell. Doesn't know what hot coffee is anymore. I haven't drank hot coffee in years. You guys got to tell us in the Discord because I was I was talking about um, this was JJ on the way in. I went running with some guys last night and I was like, oh my um my buddy's coming in. I don't know if I should say my buddy though. No, they're like, where is he from? Oh, okay. And I still don't know if you're like from Missouri or from Florida.
1: Yeah, I mean technically, I guess I'm from Missouri.
0: So born yeah. and raised, but, but hop in the Discord, please. That's like a,
1: I live in Florida now, so I don't know. It's
0: you're from Missouri, but yeah. you live in Florida. Yeah. Still, I think, I think they say that you don't have to pay capital gains on your house if you live there two of the first five years. I think if you live somewhere for five years, you're kind of from there for sure. Like your kids are going to say they're from Florida.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're not from Missouri. They which won't you know it. is going to
0: give. Actually, I'm not going to trash <laughs> those people that live in Florida. <laughs> I think Florida's a great state.
1: <laughs> it is. I moved there. It's a great state. <laughs>
0: It's a great state, dude. That's that's great.
1: All right, so what we got next? So I'm looking at a green hat here. If you guys aren't watching on the <laughs> video,
0: so we um, I just picked a hat because picking out of a hat is good, and we kept them in there. So, so we, t-
1: real quick, if you remember, say some of these workouts we have in there. I <sighs> so we got the. There's two of them that now that uh, me and your Well, there's okay. One we of them can, let's talk about which okay. ones
0: we which ones we're fearing. Yeah, I think Murph. Um, one mile, hundred push-ups, mm-hmm. two hundred. Uh, I would rather no, do that than. It's run a mile, hundred pull-ups, yes. two hundred push-ups, yes. three hundred air squats, run a mile. Yeah, should be done with the vest. Not happening. Yeah, that's probably the one that I'm fearing the most. I we would got,
1: rather do Murph than the one I'm fearing, which is half marathon. Half marathon.
0: Which I would l- I would love to draw that. Not we ladies. have like we have a thousand step ups for time with a oh five my mile God, run dude, that would
1: kill me right now. We a thousand
0: step ups for time. We got a bunch of like hero CrossFit workouts, a yeah. bunch of the girl CrossFit workouts, stuff that's like we looked for workouts that had a lot of like plyometrics, mm-hmm. low strength. So like on the rower, burpees, box jumps, lightweight, weight uh, kettlebell swings. We looked for stuff like that. Oh, just draw it. So we yeah we oh, but we knows. picked but we picked on Instagram. Should we still record this for inst- the second pick for Instagram? Maybe plug the podcast at the same time. Oh, for sure. So yeah. you do this one. Okay. And so when this is going to come out on Monday, we'll be done with yeah. all three days of awfulness, but just know that you guys knew first what the day, what the day was going to be. What? Cause you picked today. So I got to pick now. right? I mean, just, all right. No, go this way. There you go. Yeah,
1: okay. Okay, ready?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, tell what we're going to do, and then, yeah.
1: Okay. All right, so this is our next pick for the uh, shitty workouts yeah. that we're going to be doing tomorrow.
0: And we're currently filming, uh, recording the Push Through podcast, so they're finding out before you – right. No, you'll find Actually, out. Actually,
1: they'll find out before.
0: <laughs> they'll find out first because this will be released on Monday. All right, so – um yeah, so it's my turn to pick. JJ picked today the hardest mile. Oh, pick something better. Tomorrow, we are doing... I'm sorry. Oh. No, it's not. We are doing 100 step-ups, run one quarter, 10 rounds for time. Oh, no. On a 20-inch box.
1: I literally said I don't <laughs> want to do that.
0: Now you listen to podcasts and say that's twice that you picked the workout oh. you didn't want to do. Because it was going to suck. So oh. tomorrow, the hardest workout.
1: Follow us on Push Through Podcast. <laughs> oh, no. All
0: right. So let's talk about tomorrow's oh, workout.
1: Dude, I'm going to be crushed.
0: Tomorrow's workout is um, on a 20-inch plyometric box. Right? You have to do um, alternating steps. And you have to come to a full stand. So you have to open your hips. Then you step down. Every 100 don't pick. An, what are you doing?
1: I just want to see what the other one. No, was, no, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, because we got Sunday. Because we have one more day. No, yeah. Sunday, that's right.
0: Uh, and then you have to run every 100. You have to run a quarter mile for 10 rounds. So it's going to be about two and a half miles of running and 100 step ups on top of our morning run. I am so excited. I love this workout. This is actually one of the most beneficial workouts for us, though.
1: Oh, for sure. All right. Oh, My legs are going to be... Post.
0: We're gonna make a lot of episodes this weekend.
1: Toast. Gosh well, m- dang it! You
0: might get you might get two episodes next week posted. I don't know because we got a bunch.
1: Oh uh, well, you'll hear how this one goes next week.
0: I think the the point, and if you're still listening, you are a real one. Yes. And like I said, thanks for the support inside the Discord. Um, it keeps us going, and we kept it open for 250 because. We want more people in there. So yeah, it's not right. about the money. We want to build the community. Absolutely. So if you got t- the only reason we made it two fifty is to keep spammers and bots out of there. So mm-hmm. if you got two fifty and you want to come chat with us all day about dumb shit like this, uh, that'd be really, really appreciated. Yeah, I or think.
1: get motivated with the community and
0: Yeah, like I said, the goal of this episode is just to talk about the changes that we're making. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I'm forty one and I'm making all these changes, so it's never too late to make the changes. And Sometimes just beat yourself up with a workout. We're going to be sore.
1: I'm not looking forward to tomorrow.
0: I am. But remember, the Stokes remind us, today is all of the days.
1: Today is all of the days. Today is all of the days. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I don't like that one. Why? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, it is. How? What's the only day that matters?
1: today but what about tomorrow
0: dude we i could have a heart attack walking on the stairs there is no <laughs> there's another thing i tell my students and they hate this what? so i think after your most recent response you're gonna hate it too so hang on there, there is, is no such thing as tomorrow tomorrow is today. sure
1: i get it i get it but right that's like saying eat the candy bar drink all the beer because you don't know if you'll be here tomorrow like no well know. i
0: don't I don't want to be drunk right now. So you know what might.
1: I mean? Um, okay, let me do a different scenario. YOLO? Yeah. YOLO every day because you don't... Like, you can't... Like, you got to be responsible. If
0: I'll tell you this. If I was single and didn't have any dependents or a wife, I'd have no money in the bank.
1: No way, dude. Oh, I think I would... Honestly, like, I would have more.
0: Oh, I would take run, that, Lindsay. Well, no, not
1: in a bad way. No, just because, like...
0: <laughs> would you be buying a $500,000 house?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... No, it would be more because I know I would spend way more of our money on like building up real estate and taking a much, much bigger risk. Because when you have a family and kids, like you got to, you got to watch your risk and you got to watch what you get yourself into. So like, oh, I mean, I would, if I was by myself and I don't have to worry about myself, I would be taking, like, if there's any young guys out there or maybe you're, you're, you're newly single, like right now, like that's when I would be, that's when I would be taking some chances because you have time you don't have anyone depending on you you know you may get yourself in a in a bind or something like that I'm but not
0: saying I'd be reckless with money
1: I know that but
0: but I would say I'd spend a lot more money on myself I'm yeah. saying that a lot of the preparation and savings that I do is yeah and the reason I don't yolo is because a lot of the savings and the money things I do are for my family and my dependents mm-hmm. but if I didn't have them then yeah today I mean I would be. Just going on spontaneous ski trips or signing up for races in Europe and just flying over right. there.
1: Yeah. Yo, step ups, bro.
0: <sighs> the beautiful thing is going to rain, so we can kind of do that in the garage. But we are starting... I haven't told you how far we're running in the morning, but... Okay. We're starting off the morning with a run.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Um, This is... This episode is going to come out before Memorial Day. So I want to just say, you know, Mm. for everything that Memorial Day is worth Mm -hmm. to you and uh, those that sacrificed, right? Yep. Right on. Have a good one, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode.